Hello and welcome to JD's Big Fat Running Journey. journey. I'm your host JD. Who else would I be? And you're listening to episode four. Wait for this car to go by. I saw that car already this morning when I was out walking the dog. So we're out for a training run today, and our topic is going to be dressing for your conditions. This will be a running, a running topic, pun intended. And it's going to be of some interest, as Mother Nature can't figure out what kind of weather she wants to give us. In this week alone, I've had days in the mid to upper 60s, and then today, we're struggling to get into the mid 40s. It's a tad colder when the wind blows, but so far, haven't been destroyed by the wind. So, make it very tricky to decide what to wear because the weather changes every day. Nice blue skies today, but we've also had rain, had wind. So, been a grab bag. Just back this off a bit. There we go. We're just doing four miles today. And I want to be at a a talking pace. So I don't want to run as quickly as I might. Well, for today, of course, out in my usual running shoes. These days, those are Brooks uh, Glycerins. Brooks Glycerin 20s. Very comfy shoe. And I find I've had less Achilles issues since switching to them. Another good thing. Of course, my shoes, nothing on me matches today, so 
My shoes are blue and orange. And I've got some long basketball shorts on. Cover up a bit more of my leg, which are black and red. So I'm already a color mismatch before you even get above my waist. But I've got an orange uh, 2013 Richmond long sleeve running shirt. It's part of the swag. And I also have the, uh, the blue running gloves that the running club in Richmond, known as the sports backers, gave us swag. Frankly, one of the better swags I've got in my 20 some odd years of running now. So, they're, uh, they're light kind of cotton gloves with the fingertips so you can still manipulate your phone. Yeah, I love these things. I wish they, uh, wish they'd sell these again because I'd buy a couple extra pairs. And of course I have a beanie to keep my ears warm that I got from the 2017 Louisiana Marathon. Which is black and lime green. So, yeah, I'm a color mismatch. I've mentioned this previous. I don't get a lot of miles out of long sleeve shirts. It has to has to be pretty much a day like today. We're gonna be in the 40s. Where long sleeves is the choice. Once we get above 50, I'm in short sleeves. Unless of course then it's you know got a 20 mile an hour breeze and it feels like 43 then yeah all right but you get how that math works so anywho just another four miler today got tomorrow off I'll do a run on Saturday which here Remind you, struggling to get to 45 today. And the forecast for Saturday, we might hit 75 now. Was 72, and they've upped it. We might actually hit 75. So I guess 72 is likely in the bag. So I will not be wearing all this in 72 degrees. I'll be wearing a singlet and some short shorts and some low-cut socks. And I will definitely have some water. 70's not particularly warm, but my body has not had a chance to adapt to this kind of weather. So, we can thank our friends to the north for sending us this last of Canadian air 
we're going to send us some more for Sunday. So, again, my run on Saturday looks like I'll be in a singlet in the 70s. My run on Sunday looks like I'll be dressed up like this again as we struggle to get past 45. So, yep. I guess that means Saturday is the April Fool's joke. Saturday being April 1st. Anywho, training is going well in that it's going. I'm not really worried about pace. I'm just more worried about getting these runs in. Let's back off a little bit more. There we go. Running and talking uphill is a tad tricky. So, but this will be another run till you're done run, as I mentioned previously. Runs under five miles are run till you're done. find I can get these done quicker, which on a chilly day is good, and I find these short non-stop runs help me when I do the long run, even though the long run will be at a run-walk. last one I did on Sunday was at a two-minute run, 30-second walk ratio, and that felt fantastic. Did that for eight miles, so it's going to be my, my go-to for distance and the ratios. And I just, I just like running more than walking. It's a mental thing, but if you're one of my friends, you're probably not surprised that I have a mental thing going on. Yep, I opened it wide up for that one, so take whatever free shot you want. My gift to you. So, anyway. Gonna be due for new shoes pretty soon. <clears throat> These feel great, but if uh, Strava is correct, and I don't think it is, but I don't think it's that far off. I've got over 600 miles on these shoes. 
So, hats off to Brooks for making a shoe. It still feels this good after 600 miles. So, but the next purchase, which I believe will be tomorrow, is tomorrow is payday. It's gonna be a Koros Pace 2 watch. I love my Phoenix 5. It's been a great watch for the last four years almost. Got in November of 19. But uh, I'm really getting really getting sick and tired of going for a run, you know, podcaster pace. And when I'm done having my watch tell me that my heart rate at one point was skipping along at 167 beats a minute, which I know my heart rate was moving that fast. I wouldn't be talking. So my resting heart rate is uh, somewhere around 52. So yeah. 160 heart rate. I am most assuredly in zone five and running my angle side side off. We'll keep this somewhat rated G for you guys. So, and if you're familiar with geometry, you also know that angle side side is uh, ludicrous. There can not be such a thing as an angle side side. Angle side angle, maybe, but no angle side side. Angle side side would actually just simply reduce down to angle side. So, there you go. But we won't foray into math any further. Math and running is a no-no. It's a non sequitur for those of you who are fans of the Latin language. So, yes. It's not your friend. Au français, it is a faux ami, a false friend. So, we've now gotten multilingual and check that off so yeah I uh, I like a lot of the uh, the specs I guess they come with the pace 2 uh, the pace 2 is their bottom of the line watch but you shouldn't assume that means it's a lousy watch. It, uh, it will do more things than I need a watch to do. Especially since I will only be using it for running. Yes, Pop. I promise. Only for running. Although, if I'm not mistaken, it uh, it is waterproof. You can swim with it. 
but I shan't be doing any swimming. It's also a lot lighter than the uh, Phoenix 5 I have. Phoenix 5, and this is a gas, but I believe it's around 46 ounces. So, where I believe the Pace 2 comes in in a very svelte, here's our breeze, like 22 ounces. It's, it's basically half the weight. So. so, yep, that's the plan. The uh, Pace 2 also has a uh, nice feature that I don't spend as much time on the form factor, you know, as they do on the, uh, the software and the firmware, the stuff that's inside the watch, and they're forever apparently updating your software and your firmware to give you the, the best experience. Now, to be fair, Garmin does the same thing, but what I've heard from uh, my friends who have Coros watches is when an update comes and it's done downloading, your watch is better. can't say that with Garmin. Sometimes it's better. Um, Sometimes it's not, and you're waiting for the next upgrade to just bring your watch back to where it was before the previous upgrade that uh, decreased the, uh, the usefulness of the watch. So... So that's the plan. Also, Coros is uh, very well known for their battery life, and that is a big deal with me. So, figure if I'm only using it to run, I should I should get many a run out of a charge. As it appears to have the same charging cable that my watch does. So basically it's just a uh, it's a little plug and you put the uh, charger into it. The problem with it is over time the cable wears out and it doesn't make a good connection. And then your watch no longer charges. So Another benefit is if I don't have to charge it as much, it means I can keep that charging cable longer before it wears out. Now, of course, you can buy everything on Amazon. I have bought replacement charging cables for the watch I have right now, the Phoenix 5, and the Phoenix 5 will still be my walking around watch because it's hard as nails. 
um, you know, it's essentially a metal construction. It's part of the reason why it's so heavy. And I've got uh, sapphire glass on the on the face. So I can slam this into anything, and I have, or take a tumble and get up and not have a scratch on my face. I love sapphire glass. So the Koros is coming with gorilla glass and that would be gorilla as in the large primate. It's what Corning calls their uh, their protective glass. Gorilla glass. So but Gorilla Glass is not as sturdy as Sapphire. So. I'm not going to be wearing that watch on a trail run. It's just going to be for, for road races. So, there you go. But it will mean yet a new app my phone to download stuff. Yet a new app on my computer to download stuff. Or view stuff. So. But, yeah, I think I think this is overdue. So. That's the plan. have some comparisons for you once I get that. Amazon is pretty quick, so I think if I order it tomorrow, I'll be able to have it by Saturday. Probably not until after my run, but nonetheless, it'll be here and on my wrist for next week. And uh, it's still going for for $199. So it's a good price for what you're getting. I think a comparable Phoenix watch. Because so I think they're into the sevens now. I think a new Phoenix 7 is probably somewhere in the six to seven hundred dollar range and I like me a good watch but that's a lot of money for a watch so yep guess that means no matter how much money I come into I will never be wearing a Rolex that's definitely too much money to put down on a watch. So. Other thing with the Coros is apparently their software much more accurately maps your uh, your travel around a track. Of course, you know, if you've run with 
with Garmin, particularly like in a city street or something like that. You know, it's kind of guesstimating where you are. So sometimes you'll say, you ran through a building, you ran across somebody's lawn, um, and uh, I believe Koros suffers the same issue, but on the track, apparently they have this software algorithm that as long as you tell them what lane you're in, it will pretty well accurately map exactly where you ran. So you got to give it a little bit of data, but you know, a little data goes a long way. Especially if that data is traveling through space because there's no friction to slow down said data. And I, of course, now have changed gears and I'm making a Star Trek reference for you. So, there you go. Got languages, you've got science, you've got math. You know, I've got a whole liberal arts episode for you today. So, all right. Well, we're at 25 minutes. So let's wrap this up. I still have about half my run to do. But, uh, probably a little less than half. I do want to try and keep these these episodes shorter. You know me. When I get going, I can prattle on for two hours. But I really want to try and keep these shorter. So, anyway. <coughs> so, I am mulling over what training plan I want to use for the summer because I had a uh, I had an issue last Saturday with some more crappy weather here and then a bit of lack of motivation lack of focus and since I had no written plan and I do better when things are written down I ended up skipping my Saturday run back on the horse on Sunday and yeah if you miss a day it's not the worst thing but also not the best so I mentioned last episode about my my love of Hansen's training. But Hansen's requires you to put in six days a week. And I don't have time to run six days a week these days. 
I'd love to have that kind of time again, but I don't have it with my current job. And I like my current job, so I do not want to go back to my old job just to be able to run more. So, four days a week is what it is. As I've mentioned many times already, it's Tuesday, Thursdays, and both days of the weekend. So, <clears throat> I could do a, a modified Hanson's, but, you know, once you modify a, uh, a set plan, you're really no longer doing that plan. You're doing your plan and using their ideas. So, I think I shall be signing up again with Mr. Chris Twiggs to do a Galloway six-month customized training. Done it three times before. So, and yeah, I, I think I need somebody to, uh, to cheerlead. I don't think I need anybody to kick my butt, but yeah, cheerlead probably. So, and she'll probably also be doing that sometime over the weekend. Since it's six months, when you sign up, I wanna wait until, until April so that my training goes into October. It'll cover the summer, and it'll cover bird in hand, and it'll cover, most likely, whatever I'm getting ready for in the fall, because if it's an October race, much of October will be a taper anyway. So. And I am giving a very, very, very serious thought to putting the money down for the Marine Corps Marathon again. I did that in 2006, first year I started doing marathons. It was actually my third, and I really liked it. It was one of those races I said, you know what, I'm definitely gonna do this one again. It's well run. I, uh, absolutely behind the, uh, folks who are running it, that being the Marine Corps. And, uh, it's, what, two hours from my house, right? So, Although I think this year I will uh, probably get a hotel in D.C. and not have to make the uh, the multi-hour trek. Last time it was one of those I got up at three o'clock in the morning, <coughs> drove down to a place called Greenbelt, Maryland, got on the green train. Took me into the city, 
and that's L'Enfant Plaza. And yes, it really has the French name, The Child. L'Enfant Plaza. I went downstairs, switched over to the blue train that takes you to the start of the Marine Corps Marathon because it happens on the Virginia side of D.C. If you look at the district, it's essentially a diamond that uh, the Potomac runs through the middle of and roughly half of it is on the Maryland side, half of it is on the Virginia side. And Marine Corps starts and finishes on the Virginia side. So, I think I'll save myself the travel to the race and uh, just get a hotel. But, we'll see. I'm going to give that probably about a week's more thought because that race sells out pretty quickly. So, Although, if I'm not mistaken, actually, I think it's a lottery now. So, we'll see. So, anywho, that's enough. It's 33 minutes. So, I'm giving you your half hour of show content. Thank you for downloading episode four. Again, if you listen to episode one, of course, the title was episode four, A New Hope, even though it was really episode one. But this is really episode four. So, until we, uh, we speak again, Good night, sleep tight, and pleasant dreams to you. Here's a wish and a prayer that all your dreams come true. And now, till we meet again. Au revoir. Something, something. Alf saying. Gotta run. Adios. That's what it was. Adios. Adios. Au revoir. Au revoir. Good night.